welcome back to Social Soul Podcast. My name is Jess. And I'm Haley. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about our best advice for building your brand on social media. Yeah. This is one that has taken like years to freaking figure out too, I think for both of us from personal experience. So yeah, I feel like if we can give somebody like a leg up getting started or just like some insight into what we've kind of discovered the last few years, I'm excited to do that. Yeah, because I definitely feel like neither of us did any like trainings or really had like direction on what we were doing when we like started utilizing social media as a brand, you could say. Like, I feel like we definitely just went through figuring it out as we went along. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I've worked with coaches and like listened to podcasts and all of the things, but it's like, it's so much information that this is just going to be like the simple things that we think that you need to do to get started and the most impactful ones. The list of things that I wish I had the day that I started doing this. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. um, Do you want to go first? Well, I feel like the one that you wanted to mention is the one we should start with. Okay. I think I know which that is. Okay. So the first one I have written down is my first piece of advice for if you're somebody with a brand that's trying to grow on social media is to build a brand kit. Yeah. And... Most people I feel like or some people don't even know like what that entails. Yeah. Um, so for me, a brand kit, I mean, I've done this for like other people too, besides just like myself, because I feel like it is a little bit time consuming to do it and some people do hire out for it. Um, but basically you'll just want to use like your you'll want to choose three fonts that you'll use for your brand. I say three because I just like having three. I feel like you need a title font. I feel like you need a smaller font for like text. text. Um, but then I also like having like a third one just in case. Mm-hmm. Um, so two minimum, but I like three. That's like the sweet number for me. Um, and then three to five colors. Yep. Five colors can be a lot, I will say. Um, I do work with somebody that has like six or seven colors. Mm-hmm. And I probably don't use like two or three of them to be honest, but definitely minimum have three colors that you use continuously for your brand. And then obviously you'll want a logo, like Mm -hmm. some sort of, even if it's just like your name in like a cursive pretty font, that's your logo that still works. You just need something that people are going to be able to see and recognize. And when they see it, they'll be like, oh yeah, that belongs to Mm -hmm. this person or this company. Um, I also like having two different logos, Because sometimes when you're creating things, your one logo just doesn't work on the thing that you're trying to put it on. Mm -hmm. And it's just like too big or too like distracting. Yeah. And so you can have like your main logo and then have like a simpler logo is my advice. Well, it's so funny because this is something that I really wish that I would have done from the beginning because of how simple it has made things. And I actually didn't build out my brand kit until I started working with my website designer. So I had literally up until about a year ago, I had like zero idea what my colors were, what my fonts were. And it actually made creating content way more time consuming Mm -hmm. because I'd go into Canva to make a graphic and then I'm just like starting from ground zero. Like it just literally makes things so much easier. Yeah, because if you have no idea of what you're doing, you go into Canva to create something and you're like, okay, well, what font should I use for this? And Canva has 400 plus different fonts uh-huh. that you can choose from. So it's like how, 
that is so time consuming to try to totally. figure it out. So if you just figure it out from the get go and you only let yourself use those two or three fonts, so much easier. Yeah. Well, and it creates that sort of brand recognition too, which is important for social media. If you have a certain color or a certain font or your logo is on something, when somebody's scrolling online, they're going to be like, oh, I know whose content this is. Like when I see one of your graphics pop up, I'm like, oh, I like I know this is Jessica's. So it creates that kind of brand recognition as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll kind of roll that into like the second thing that I did have written down, which is make sure all of your posts and deliverables, so not just like Instagram posts, but make sure anything that you create for your brand uses your brand kit. Yeah. Make sure, you know, it at least has your logo on it or uses the colors, uses the fonts. And I say deliverables because a lot of people that have a brand on social media, their Instagram isn't the only thing that they're doing. They're not just putting up posts. They're also sending out newsletters or like freebie guides and like different things or they have courses that they offer. Mm -hmm. You want it all to look seamless, all to look the same. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also, I know when I did my brand kit, one of the things I started with was just like a mood board, which I think can be really helpful, especially if you're somebody who likes Pinterest and you like collages, like get a feel for what you like and you're attracted to, but also what's going to work well with your brand to kind of pick everything out. Um, I had such a good time like building out my mood board to figure things out. And I just feel like it helps you be like, okay, this is the kind of vibe that that I'm going for. I 100% could see you building a mood board to create that where I feel like I'm so simple and straight to the point that I'm like blue, yellow, (laughs) done. (laughs) Well, my business coach who helped me build my website had this like whole guide and it was just part of it. So that was like one step in the process. Um, And one thing I wanted to mention when you were talking about like all of your deliverables, like I know like your email list, your social media, your courses, like literally everything. Um, But I think that this goes for the different areas of Instagram as well. So like your Instagram posts, your Instagram stories and your Instagram reels, um, like utilizing your font colors and stuff like that on those things too. You don't have to put like your logo on all of your stories. Um, But I started utilizing my colors on my stories and then certain backgrounds even. Like I have consistent like backgrounds that I'll use for like tweets that I put up on Instagram or my Instagram stories. And it just... I don't know. It makes things a little bit more cohesive. I will say I do get a little lazy with my stories and my like reels and stuff as far as like doing my brand colors and shit. Yeah. Like Canva does have ways that you can create stories like you can create your Instagram stories on Canva mm-hmm. now um, and you can create like a cover photo for your reels on Canva yeah. and like use that and it looks so good but yeah. I definitely am lazy about it at times. I'm just like fuck it white it. I'm just gonna just post the story font whatever they give me yeah well and I I mean I don't do my stories in Canva and I don't even make reels covers but I just have like a like my colors saved on like a little photo in my camera roll so I copy the photo and then paste it on top of my reel or my story and then I just get the color from there. I think you said that tip now in a previous one yeah. of our recordings. I remember that now. And yeah. I totally forgot about it. I've never done that before, but I feel like I should now. Yeah. No, literally. So I have like my Canva like brand kit, like a screenshot of it saved in my phone. 
which if you're listening, you're probably like, what the hell is she talking about? Um, but on Instagram stories, it's like they don't have the fonts that you want to use or like the colors that you want to use. Um, so in order to get the colors, it's like you can get them somewhere. This is just like a workaround step. So I like have the photo saved. I copy the photo and then you can paste it just like text over your reel or whatever and then just use the color match feature yeah. to get it. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I think like having Canva is like an absolute oh, yeah. must for building your 100%. <laughs> I guess we should have started with that. If yeah. you don't have Canva, your life's going to be a lot more difficult. Mm-hmm. And there's a free version of Canva. I highly recommend the pro paid version because it's absolutely amazing. And you actually can save your whole brand kit on like the pro version. Mm-hmm. But there is a free version if you're somebody that just wants to like keep it pretty simple and get some designs done. Yep. And so Canva is just a graphic design app website website that you can use. Yeah. And you can access it on your laptop and your phone, but it just makes everything so easy. I highly suggest using the desktop version over the app. I don't know. Like what is your experience with the app? I don't really like it. I, I like it for downloading things, Yeah, but I don't design on it. Same. Okay. Yeah. Same exact thing. Um, Another thing that I'm going to point out, which kind of drives me nuts when I look at other people, like specifically company Mm -hmm. Instagram pages, this is something I've noticed that a lot of people don't do correctly, is using the correct size for like your post. The correct graphic size, basically, is what I'm getting at. Yeah. So like if you go to do an Instagram post... um, you can see the sizes that it recommends. Mm-hmm. Make sure that your graphic is that size. Yeah. Like, because then when you post it, it'll show up weird on your Instagram feed if yeah. it's not the correct, like, recommended size. Yeah. And it screws up the whole look of the post in general. Yeah. Um, and you can Google, like, the sizes for things. And it's not just for Instagram posts. Like, you can Google the size for an Instagram post, the size for an Instagram story, a size for a YouTube cover thumbnail like website banners Facebook posts you can and Canva actually has most of these sizes built into it too when you're designing thank god but you can just google you know recommended size for this graphic yeah and just resize your picture to that because it drives me nuts if you don't (laughs) yeah I think like visually appealing is very important I think to both of us and I think it's so important for people building their brand to remember it's like your consumer is coming to your social media page to look for something they're Mm -hmm. looking for the services that you offer like your hours like what your business is like all of these things um and they I feel like like positioning yourself as like the expert in that industry is important so I think thinking about things that you can like create that people will save and share. Yeah. That is also recognizable to your brand is super important. Like let's say you're like hosting an event, like you do this with the Cactus and Co. Kameno page, like putting up a post about the event that people can save is like a reminder to come back to or like tips for taking care of your house plants that people can save and come back to you know so thinking about like the value there too um but also those shaves shaves (laughs) saves and shares are going to get you more exposure too with your posts do we want to talk a little bit about the recommended kind of posts um I didn't really write any of that down but yeah just you mentioning like 
events like posting about an event Mm -hmm. that's something that's super important um there's a lot of brands out there that they have these events going on but they don't post about them Mm -hmm. and so you go to their i mean at least me i always go to a brand's instagram page to see the details on an event that i know that they're having and when it's not there i'm like what a missed opportunity for me to have just gotten all of the information i needed and it's like for, I mean, maybe I'm just lazy, but like most of the time I'm not going to go Google it and like try to find it somewhere else. Most yeah. of the time I'm just like, dang, you didn't have it on your Instagram page. Yeah. Like if it's not on Instagram, it's not happening. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, who's going to show up to this if it's not on Instagram? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think that's super important to share any events, sales, specials, make and make them like a bold graphic yeah. on the page. Like don't make it a graphic that kind of blends in with everything else. Like mm-hmm. make it stand out if totally. it's something you want people to show up to. If it's something that has a specific date to it, make it stand out. Yeah. This just actually made me think of something. I was scrolling on my Instagram yesterday and a brand that I follow, they had like the photos that I was seeing were like, I was like, what the fuck am I looking at? But then I like go to their page and I realized that they had posted like this like nine square post to like make one big image on their page, which is like cool when you look at your page. But I was like, is anybody going to have any idea like what you're posting for or what this is? Like, what is my intention with engaging with this post? And then I just see like nine different posts that I'm like what is this photo um so I think just like remembering too it's like what is the purpose of me sharing this post can I do this in a way that's like better for the consumer or the person like watching you know yeah I've definitely seen pages like that that you're mentioning and yeah it looks cool when I go to your profile and I see the like full picture yeah but it's also like, what's the point of exactly. this? Just for a one second look to be like, oh, that looks cool because it really does nothing else no. for you. No. Yeah. No. And I'm not going to interact with a single one of these posts. And then nope. you have these nine posts that nobody is interacting with that Instagram just doesn't, they're not going to show your stuff to these people next time. So, yeah. yeah. What about um, like our best advice for actually like acting as the brand on social media instead of just like graphic and like looks wise. Yeah. Um, do you have any advice for like interacting or networking on the social media platforms? Um, I mean, I think like knowing who your ideal client is would be important. So like if you have a business that's in say Camano Island, we live in Camano Island, I would be looking at people who tag the location Camano Island um, or like the, like different beaches around the area or things like that. And maybe interacting with those places. And then also I think like collaborating with other businesses as well. Um, and just kind of connecting each other's social media following too. And then I think also knowing like, like who your target market is, but also, um, oh, I totally lost my train of thought there. I was thinking like, like words that you want to use or like emotions or actions that you want to evoke from other people. I think knowing that can be really helpful when it goes to 
engaging on social media. Yeah. And I like that you said collaborating with like other brands. Um, I think a lot of people start out on Instagram and they see other brands as like their competition and they don't want anything to do with them. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, maybe don't collaborate if you're like a pizza brand, maybe don't collaborate with like the other pizza place in your location, Yeah, but like collaborate with other brands that can complement yours Mm -hmm. that you guys can like work together. So if there's like a coffee shop close by, like ask them if they want to collaborate on, you know, some sort of like giveaway or something. Yeah. Um, because they're not your direct competition and people who like coffee, I'm sure like pizza too. So like their following is going to work for you too. Mm hmm. I love that. Um, Collaboration over competition for sure. Exactly. And there's so many brands on social media these days. Like if you saw everybody as your competition, then you wouldn't be able to show up at all. Yeah. (laughs) Well, and I think really just remembering why it is that like people are going to come in. Like when you were talking about this coffee, like a coffee shop, I think like showing your drinks, like making drinks, because that's what somebody is going to want to come in for. My dog is going crazy. Um, (laughs) She wants attention. She is hilarious. She is just so needy. Don't mind the whining (laughs) in the background if you can hear it. No, but I think really just showcasing like why people want to come in and like evoking that kind of emotion like if you're a coffee shop and you make these like you videotape yourself making these like really tasty looking drinks and then you post a video of it that is going to drive your ideal client to be like damn I want an iced latte I'm gonna go in now yeah or like pulling the pizza out of the oven or something like that I don't know I just think that there's so much that you can do that really can spark an interest in somebody But you just have to get creative, you know? Yeah. Post your product, obviously, because you post pictures of it. People are going to want to come in and get it. Yeah. Like pizza. Are you kidding me? You know how many times I've wanted pizza after seeing a picture of a pizza on Instagram? Yeah. Like, damn you. Yeah. Thank you for convincing me to go buy pizza now. Um, Also posting like behind the scenes. Yeah. You know, this is how we make our pizza. Here's a view of us in the kitchen making our pizza. Yeah. Like people love that shit. <laughs> exactly. And I think that a lot of people connect more with that, like the stories and kind of yes. the reasons and like why you started your business or why your pizza is unique or why your coffee is unique or whatever. I think people connect with that kind of thing a lot more too and are willing to support businesses um, when they find a connection point like that instead of just like a here's our product. Come buy our product. You know what I mean? Well, that's the cool part about social media is that, you know, you might be the owner of a pizza place, but you do get to share your personal story through it as well. Um, which gives you that like connection tool for your community. Um, yeah, like that's just, just super helpful for when people can feel connected to you on like a different level than just your product. And then the last thing that I think is like really important when it comes to building a brand on social media is going to be protecting your energy and actually setting yourself limits on your social media apps so that you're not invested in this 24 seven because it is really hard to kind of unplug from your business and unplug from social media. Um, So I think if you can just set app limits like through the settings on your phone, you're going to feel a little bit better about creating content and navigating social media. You won't feel like you have to be on all the time and you can just give yourself some breaks um, because social media is supposed to be fun. So have fun with it. Don't get yourself in a situation where you're like, I 
freaking hate this. Hire help if you need it. Like, don't be afraid to do that. Um, Because there are so many people out there who who have experience in this and are willing to kind of like help you out and get paid for it. So yeah. And if you have the extra expense to be able to hire a social media manager or just somebody that can create the content for you, 100% you should do it because that will take so much pressure off of you as a business owner or whoever you are. And it gives somebody else that they have that as their main focus and they will be able to grow your social media presence if that's their main focus. Yep. Such good advice. All right. I think that's all we had. I mean, we have a lot more, but we can't give it all away. (laughs) Well, we do have a couple of other episodes on social media, like how to create a post um, and different sorts of things too. So if this is something that interests you, just scroll back through our episodes. There are a few others that will definitely pique your interest. Yeah. And if you are somebody building your brand and you want to know anything else that we haven't talked about yet, obviously just DM us on Instagram so that we can create an episode about it because we do want to more do more social media type stuff because it's what we enjoy and what we do every day. So yeah. <laughs> and then make sure that you guys follow us on Instagram, on TikTok, um, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts if you're listening. Yes, please. We would love that. We appreciate it. And we will catch you guys next time. Bye.